The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and today I'm going to be selfish about what matters to me because it's it's a day that I guess, you know, and I gotta be honest, right about this time of the day, about 30 years ago, homeboy was a little bit nervous about to give it up that freedom. Yes, that's I said it. I said I was about to give up that seat. I had to turn in my player's card. I turned my player's card in about 30 years ago. About, mm, uh, let me see. It would have been about uh, three hours from now, I think, uh, on the East Coast. But the uh, Hall of Fame city, I uh, showed my bride and my future wife and her friends the time of the life. And uh, I married the woman that just woo, swept me off my feet. So what matters to me is I have to, I, I got to give it up. This lady has uh, made me uh, the happiest man I could possibly be for 30, well, we've been married 30 years, but uh, a couple years before that. So to my lovely bride, Derese Ellis, I love you, honey. Thank you for 30 years. They say that's life. I'm going to do another life sentence if I can. I certainly appreciate you've been a great mother to my children and you have been an outstanding uh, wife to me and my best friend in the world. I love you, baby. That's what matters to me. If, you, if you're a man, you got to give it up. And somebody give you 30 years of their best years. That's what she tells me. And I appreciate that I got her best years and the best is yet to come. So with, I got that out the way. It took me 30 years to get that out the way, but I got it out the way. And let's move on to, uh, you know, the sports. Because, listen, you know, if you, you probably if you play sports, you probably got a good woman besides you, too. And I certainly hope... That brother Lem Barney has a good woman beside him, and I'm sure he he does. Uh, last week, uh, I of course was on the road. I was in uh, the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I was there to participate in Sound Mind, Sound Body Football Academy. Of course, um, Guy Troop was on with me prior to making that trip out there, along with one of the founders of the camp, Curtis Blackwell, and it was an outstanding instructional camp. That was the purpose of it, to bring young men, some of the best football players in the United States of America, which makes them some of the best football players in the world. Some of the names which you will certainly come to know in the future, because they certainly will be playing on Saturdays. And after that, quite a few of them will be playing on Sundays. But there were quite an audience of coaches. The NC2A was there as well, uh, providing some preparation to some prerequisites that's necessary for you to become a student athlete at the collegiate level. There were professional coaches that were there 
to also to let you know that you're about to make the next step into your final years of high school football, hopefully to move on to college football and all that. Uh, if you do good enough and the talent is good enough, uh, there's a chance that you may make it into the National Football League. And there's some things that will happen and some evaluation assessments that will take place that have already started to take place even as you are in high school. And so we're going to talk about some things that they talked about. And one of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, the comments made by Lem Barney. Now, what I would like for people to understand is that Lem has retracted not the comments, but perhaps maybe he's apologized because it was not the place for him to deliver his comments. That that audience and those people who were there probably were not there to hear uh, some of those things that Lem had to say as it relates to the game of which he played. See, that's I think the problem that some people have is that some of the comments that are being made are relevant to a game that was played years ago. The game, I have a picture in my office. The game is not played the way I used to play the game. The game, they do not allow you to play the game the way that I used to play the game and many others. They do not allow you to play the game the way Brother Lamb used to play the game. You know, you could you could certainly uh, hit people in the head. Uh, God bless his soul up in heaven now, Brother Deacon Jones. You can't play the game the way Deacon used to play the game. Deacon used to head swap. I mean, it's almost like a punch to the side of the head, knock you off your feet. You, you can't do that no more. When Lem was uh, playing in the game, you could bump and run from the line of scrimmage, including shots to the head, punched to the head. Can't do that anymore. Uh, when Lem was playing, a man could come across the middle, and you could take him out, an unprotected wide receiver. You could do that when I play. You can't do that anymore. So there's certain things in the game of which Lem hoped and wished that would change to make the game a safer game. Some of those things have happened. But I like Lem too. I am a part of that lawsuit because of the fact that the, those things, those dangers in the game that existed when we played, we are of the opinion that the league knew how dangerous those things were. And if they did, then just like they're telling these young men that you cannot do that, it's not within the rules of the game, and it should not have been allowed, you should not have allowed us to do those things. And you should not have taught us to do those things. I, oh, yeah, I can, I, can, I can point out that I was trained, that I was taught how to hit and where to hit. And it wasn't on a knee. It wasn't on a thigh. It was... Face to face. If it ain't in the face, then it's not a good hit. Not a good hit. Nobody, don't let them stick their hand up. I'm, I've said this and I'm going to continue to repeat this. Yeah, I'm going to be like Madison Avenue. You know, they give you the same message all the time. They, they, don't, hey, they think they need to give it to you and give it to you and give it to you and give it to you some more until you got it. Ricky Waters. Franco Harris, two great football players way ahead of their time. Smartest football players I've ever met in my life. I met Ricky once or twice. I met Franco once or twice. They probably don't know me, but I know them. 
two of the smartest football players, way ahead of their time. You know why? Franco Harris, big, strong running back, run you over. Smart enough to know, man, I ain't got to take all these hits. Let me run out of bounds. Out of bounds most of the time, never misses a tackle to sideline. Very seldom does sideline miss any tackles. But it don't hurt. Sideline don't hit you real hard. Sideline don't give you a concussion. Sideline don't miss tackles. But the sideline definitely don't knock you out. You can't get a concussion from the sideline. Franco Harris went to the sideline a whole lot of times. Decided, man, I don't need no. I got everything I can get. Let me get out of bounds. Now, do I think when Franco was running out of bounds, was Franco aware of the fact that, man, you can't just keep taking all these hits? Now, Franco might tell you now, yes. I'm not sure that's what Franco was thinking back about back then. Franco just didn't want to get hit. Franco wasn't trying to save his body. Franco just didn't. Franco's like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't need to take that hit. Ricky Waters, never forget in Philadelphia, famous words. For who? For what? <laughs> what? Really? The game is game was over, man. Now, for those of you in, in, in the city of brotherly love that, you know, might have been interested in what the, you know, the point spread was, and perhaps maybe, you know, if Ricky would have caught that pass and, you know, converted that third down, and even if the Eagles lost the game, maybe they beat the point spread, which was very much a part of the lives of a lot of Eagle fans back in that time. But Ricky wasn't interested in helping you win your bet. Ricky was interested in winning a football game when there was an opportunity to win a football game. But in this particular case, it appeared that the game, at least in Ricky's mind, was over with. It was a ball on third down, down the middle, might even have been fourth down. Um, Pass was a little high. Uh, In the secondary, what we call that is he laid him out. Quarterback just threw it out there, just laid him out, stretched him out. Ricky looked at the ball. Ricky looked at the safety. Ricky looked at the ball. Ricky looked at the safety. Ricky looked at the ball. Ricky didn't look at the safety anymore because Ricky wasn't going after that ball. For who? For what? You've seen it many times. I'll never forget. I'm I'm not going to say I would never call myself a dirty player. I understood the rules of the game, and I played within the rules of the game, and I understood that whenever you got a chance to remind somebody that if you stick your finger out, not your hand, your finger, if you stick it out there like you're trying to catch the football, I'm going to try to take it off. That was within the rules. So we traveled to St. Louis one time, and Pat Tilly, you know, Pat was a quick little dude back then, man. He was probably the Wes Welker of his day, Pat Tilly. Google him if you don't know. You know what to do. Pat Tilly. Yes, Wes Welker of the day. This was probably about 83, 84. About 30 years ago when I just got married. Yeah, about that time. Trying to impress my wife and family. It was in St. Louis, Missouri. And he had the nerve to come across the middle and stick his finger out. For who? For what? I don't know what he did that for. Why would he do that? It was cold. In fact, my mother-in-law got frostbitten. It was so cold. What, What were you trying to do, Pat? So what I have to do, I had to do what we did back then, what they taught us to do. If he stick his finger, I'll take it off. Except that it wasn't his finger, it was his head. And so, I, you know, I did what I was paid to do. And so fast forward to about 10 years later, Ricky Waters was like, mm, no, I don't think so. I'm not going to do that. 
Before, it used to be legal. Now, if a wide receiver stretches himself out to attempt to catch a pass and may make a great catch, and he has to leave his feet or he has to dive and stretch his arms out, you can't take him out. You can wrap him up, but you can't take him out. That's how the game has changed. That, that's what my rebuttal to Mr. Barney would be. And I respect Lim because Lim, man, Lim wore number 20. I was trying to be like number 20. Are you kidding me? Child, please. Shout out to Chad. You know I'm getting there, Chad. But, yeah, Lim, I, that's, I know the way y'all played the game back then, and I, that's why I'm with you on that issue. We, we, we were taught to take him out. Ricky Waters was playing. We were still allowed to take him out. Receivers today, Lim, they can stretch out. And, you, and Lim knows this. Lim just was expressing what was on his mind at that time, not really paying attention to the audience or the purpose of which he might have been there for and what comments they might have wanted from him because they certainly didn't want that comment from him, they, that here you have some young men who are been waiting for their turn to be Lim Barney. And, and to, to run back punts for touchdowns and to run back interceptions for touchdowns and to knock passes out and, and just I, off, you know, listen, off this side, listen, don't even, this part of the field is off limits. You can't even come, you can't make plays over here because this is Lim's side. Lim was shutting them down before Prime was. Long time ago, Lim was shutting them down. Google, it's really called a search. It's not called a Google. It's, you know, it's like Xerox. It's not a Xerox copy. It's a copy. Search Lem Barney. The man got it done. The man has a right to speak up. But I will say this. Ricky Waters, Franco Harris, bring them back to the table. They're relevant, particularly nowadays. Somebody needs to, to give them a platform to speak their minds. What in the world was it that made them realize? And it could be this. As a running back? They probably had multiple concussions. They probably have been hit so many times that they didn't know if they were coming or going. Perhaps maybe that that maybe perhaps maybe that, that that's the that's the reason. I hear that music, I'm gonna take a break. But I ain't gonna take a break from what I'm talking about. You gotta think about it. Ricky Waters, Franco Harris, were they that far ahead? Or were they just tired of getting knocked out? You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Happy anniversary, baby. Let me hear that music again and go on to that break. There you go. My man. <laughs> the opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. High school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga race course. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And boy, I told you what matters to me is the fact that I got 30 years in. Thank you, baby. I got 30 years in. I, yeah, I might be like Kwame. I might put my, my sexy voice on just to let my wife know that I appreciate them 30 years. So, you know, baby, thank you for them 30 years, baby. I, I really, really appreciate that. Okay, let me move on because I don't need a sexy voice when I'm talking about football. You know, I'm 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 gonna use my you know, this is a big boy game, and it's time for the big boys to step up. And and I, I think, again, Lim is a big boy. Lim stood, he stood up. Lim Barney, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame City Can, Ohio, shout out. Uh, Lim Barney, he stood up. He recanted some of the remarks that he made due to the fact that it was not the fact that he did not stand by what he said. It was the fact that he didn't stand by where he said it. It was he felt inappropriate for those comments to be delivered uh, in that environment. And they were uh, more than likely those comments should have been uh, delivered uh, someplace else. And the uh, the time that he spent, it it should have been uh, words of encouragement to those young men to do the best they can uh, to enjoy a game that they love, uh, to stay safe. Uh, Some things perhaps they, they could do to to stay safe. Uh, but certainly uh, not a, a platform of which he should have taken to, uh, to to put fear in those who there are many people who are involved in in football. When you when you think about the game of football, the game is just a small piece of it. The, the game uh, creates what I call the jar. I'm scored, sorry. It, the game creates what I call the George Washington Carver. Theory can be applied to it because it's a game and it's one game. But from that game, all these verticals stretch out and they create all these other opportunities to generate business. After all, sports is business. And that's what it is. When you talk about crushing a sport, you talk about crushing an industry. Football by itself is an industry. There are people who are, in the manufacturing business, there are people who are in the food distribution business. There are people who are in the 
clothing manufacturing business. There are people who are in, just name it, the medical industry. This industry is supported by so many other verticals, and there's so much money. That's the bottom line. There's so much money around sport that you can't just kill off that industry. I mean, if you think about that, let's think about the tobacco industry. As 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 deadly as the tobacco industry is and continues to be to society, it couldn't go away. They couldn't kill it totally. Smoking has been banned. I don't think there is a building in the United States of America that I'm aware of where smoking is legal. There's, there's no smoking in buildings anymore. I can't think of the last time that I've been in a resident in somebody's residence and smoking. Anybody with smoke in their own house where they control and they own it or rent it. People do not smoke in their homes anymore. They actually go outside to smoke. Now, they do smoke in their cars, but for the life of me, I can't understand this. Why is it that you smoke? You drive down the highway. You drive down the street. You roll the window down to let the smoke out, but you inhale it into your lungs. You're more worried about the smell of your clothes than the damage to your lungs. I don't get that one. Something else I don't get. Shout out to Muscle Milk. I don't get this. Muscle milk, read the, the container, contains no milk. I got that one before David Letterman picked it up. I'm drinking my muscle milk when I'm at Sound Mind, Sound Body Camp, and I'm reading it. And I'm this chocolate is good. It says muscle milk contains no milk. I don't, I don't, I don't get that one at all. So I'm going to go back to the cigarettes. Why the hell are you smoking? Rolling the window down because you don't want the smoke to get on your clothes and you don't want it to get in your car and stay in your car. I don't, I, do you really think when you let it out, the car don't still smell like smoke? And uh, are you worried about it, you know, inhaling it? Because, you, you know, you, you did keep it inside your lungs. So what, wh- why are you letting it out? But anyway, that's one of those things. But let me get back to what I was, you know, to the point that I was making. I want to I talk about, I saw some outstanding football players. I'll tell you what. The young men are getting bigger, stronger, and faster. But in my mind, when I see them, when I see these young men, and there were high school football players from all parts of the United States of America, and some came from Canada, participating in Detroit, Michigan, in the Motor City. If anybody would like to call and participate with me on the show, please do, 888-346-9144. Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. These young men from all over the country, When I think about bigger, stronger, faster, I'm telling you, these young men, when they are bigger and they are stronger, they're leaner. I'm from a generation where there was a couple cats when, you know, you just didn't want to stand behind them. I'm like, are you serious, dude? These young men are starting to, I mean, that's why when I look at Andre Johnson, I look at some of these wide receivers, I'm like, what position did they used to play? The offensive tackles and the guards now, they, they slim they slim down. I'm telling you, they are slimmer. These young men are taking care of the body from an area of nutrition and health and nutrition. They're eating better. I mean, they put their uniforms on. And, you know, shout out to Adidas because my man John, John Wangler was there. I got to say this about Big John. We, I got to take time out, put a pen in it right here. Stronger, faster, leaner, 
you know. But I gotta put I gotta put an end to this. John Wangler, quarterback, University of Michigan. I gotta go way back, nineteen seventy nine. He did a great job in a cover two. You know, looked the safety off real good. I'm the cover two corner. John has changed this story for thirty plus years. Told people he burnt me real bad a couple times. Oh my God. I showed up. I was a laughing stock of the camp. I needed some help. I couldn't get any help. I'm in Michigan. Very few people. There was some shout out to Kent McKinley High School. The Bulldogs was there. I missed them, but they were there. John Wangler just told the whole camp. He just burnt me. He, he told me he burnt me like, you know what they say? As dudes get older, stories get longer. Lies get longer. John, my man. By the time it was over with, I, I guess I was just a scrub. I didn't even, you know, I didn't, I was just, he just told me up. Well, nothing I could say he was, he was a title sponsor. So I showed him much respect. But I tell you what, Wang, John, I'm going to get you again, man. I, and my, I'm going to play that game over in my mind. I'm going to pick you off. I'm going to take it all the way back on you. I'm going to do something to manipulate some film and send it to you so you can have nightmares. Because the Ohio State University has been, always will be dominant when it comes to that school up north. I don't even know what that school's name is. But that didn't happen for all those of you out there who listen to the show that I asked you to tune in to Rail of Sports here on the Voice America Network. John, I just had to go along with the lies. But he's a good man. He's got some great product. And I certainly appreciate hanging out with you. John, so I, Big John, I just wanted to tell you that, man. I enjoyed it. It was great to see you, man. You're doing an excellent job with your support that you give to Sound Mind, Sound Body. Uh, Adidas, of course, I will never forget it because all day I dream about sports. That's what we knew Adidas to stand for, and the products are outstanding. And I'm not just saying that. Truly mean that. Got some Reeboks of my own. By the way, Adidas does own Reebok. So let me get back to those kids being stronger and faster particularly the offensive linemen. Uh, and, and I think because of the fact that the offensive linemen are able to move a little bit better, uh, they're st- obviously stronger, they're obviously faster. I think the game is going to get – I think it's going to be a better game. It's going to be a, a more fluid game. I think the game is going to be it, – it's, it is a passing game. The violent hits will change. We don't have to worry about that because they're not going to be allowed to do that. Um, the running game – the running game – it's one of those things, it's not, it is not a lost art because the fact that the running game has to exist because once you get ahead in football, you're going to have to stay ahead, and in order to do that, you've got to run some time off the clock. So the running game is not going to, to go away, and so if the running game is not going to go away, I'm staying into the space of concussions here for a minute. Uh, the way that guys are taught, the offensive linemen are taught to block is, is going to have to change. There's going to be some change in technique. They can't come off the ball and, and the guy ahead of you, you two can't continue to have head-to-head collisions. So I'm, I'm interested in, and, and, and I think it's a combination, which I got from Coach D'Antonio. Shout-out to Michigan State University, Big Ten. They happen to be there. And, uh, and by the way, uh, Coach D'Antonio did uh, make some great remarks in, in terms of he spent some time in an instructional environment, footage, Film highlights showing the proper way to tackle in today's football game. Guys were in rooms 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. 
Sit up straight. No slouching in your seat. Don't fall asleep. Watch. So we can teach you the proper way to tackle. It was an instructional camp. Sound mind, sound body took the time out to provide what they said they would. Instructions. Baseline testing for concussions. Those things took place on the field instructions. What we talked about in the room, let's go outside and see if you understood what we were talking about. Tackling. Yes, you're going to see more shoulder tackling because now the young men are being taught in college. Not the way we were taught in college face-to-face, but shoulder-to-shoulder. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got that music. Going to take this break, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga race course. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. Mr. Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, there's one thing that I wanted to say about, and I got a, this is one of my pet peeves uh, when it comes to, you know, physics, you know, and, uh, um, you know, physics, you know, sometimes uses a, a scientific method to validate football and the physicality of it and how violent it is. And Coach D'Antonio, in his remarks, I, I'm, you know, again, I'm not 
you know, trying to uh, start a problem here. But, you know, Coach D'Antonio said something. I, I, I'm going to eject a little bit. And, and Coach D'Antonio said this, and, and, and Coach D'Antonio, of course, is the head coach at, at Michigan State. He said that, that tackling is not a science. It's an art. And I disagree with that. Um, you know, he's not here to defend himself. But tackling is a science. In fact, tackling is an art and a science. And it, 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 when it happens... It, it is, in fact, when you slow it down, it is such a beautiful art form at times, the way the body moves. And many times it moves in a way that the fact that it's able to go in different directions and you slow it down, it looks artistic, but it's very violent. And, and, the, and, and, and it could be measured, the impact of two bodies hitting each other. You know, that, that that's the physics of that, the scientific of that, the science of that man, that that's that's science. And and that's that's the problem when these two massive bodies when they meet and the force of these two bodies and the impact, that's the that's the science. That's what to be able to measure that. And I know that. Because I participated in that, and you think about it, you know. In fact, when when you're when you're practicing, a coach will say to you, "Okay, just a little thud here, just you know, just wrap them up, just a little thud, you know." And then, and so when it's just a little thud, you know, wrap them up. That's not full speed. He, he's telling you, you know, hey, okay, just let's just you know wrap them up a little bit, put a little thud, put a little, you know, just wrap them up, you know, get warmed up. And then he'll change the intensity of the drill. And he'll say, okay, strap them up, guys. Come on now. We need to, uh, need to practice on tackling. We didn't do too well last week. We had about five or six missed tackles. Can't do that. Can't win like that. So uh, we need to make sure we do it. So, hey, get the ball over there. Boom. Let's go. Strap them up full speed. Let's go. Now, now he's telling you to pick up the intensity. The measurement of the speed now is faster. You've gone from first gear to fifth gear, full speed. This is not, you know, you're just warming up. No, this is full speed. And so now, and not a little thud, you know, now you're talking about a collision. And when somebody bumps into you, as opposed to when somebody collides, that's the difference. That's what we're talking about. And the art. The art of it, listen, the art of it is the art is when you, many times if you're the, the person who is the aggressor and you're the one who's about to make the tackle, and then sometimes the running back will take it upon himself to be the aggressor. And he's going to deliver the blow instead of absorb and take it. See, can you see absorbing and taking it and, and getting yourself, you know, prepared to be hit? as opposed to being the aggressor and preparing yourself to hit somebody that that's, your body does two different things in that. And that's, that's the science of, I mean, that's the art of the body motion there. That's the artistic form of it. Because sometimes when you get ready, shout out and up in heaven to my man's sweetness, Walter Payton. Sometimes when you getting ready to hit some people like sweetness, 
So you come at Walter and you come full speed at him and you try to chop him. Next thing you know, Walter can fly. Yes, the art of tackling now is on display because you attempt to make a tackle and the running back attempts to elude you by taking to the air. And there are many pictures out there. Again, search it. Google it. Walter Payton. I guarantee you will see him in the air. And going from A to B, if you didn't walk, if you didn't swim, if you didn't jump, you flew. I think jump is, you know, vertical. When you're going from A to B, you're flying. And that's what Walter would do. And so what would happen then, of course, that tackle is so much different. Because if you catch him by the ankle, you, you know, you might trip him. He might fall out of the air. But many times he jumped over you. That's the art of tackling. Sometimes the art looks good. Sometimes it looks bad. But the science of tackling is those collisions. Boom! And those, those happen a lot. So, Coach, I just got to disagree with you. Tackling is a science. And it is an art. But we can't eliminate the fact that it's a science. And, and I know you, I know exactly what you were trying to accomplish. So that's why I'm saying I'm just, you know, it's a play on words. But the reality of it, it is a science and it is an art. And those that are good at it have to be able to master the science part of it in order for the artistic beauty of tackling to come out. And once you do that, I'm going to tell you, man, it, it, you, you will have some posters. I got a couple of them. They're not for sale yet. But I got a couple of them. I got one in my office. Those of you who know me, you know I got one in my office. Those of you who Facebook friends with me, you know I got one. You've seen at least one. How many? I got about, I don't have a lot, but I got maybe a couple thousand friends. If you're listening to the show now, just look at my picture. That's, that's, a, that's a poster. That's, that's an art. And it's a, it's a science. Take a look at the ball in the picture, too. You might see that. But I just wanted that coach D'Antonio know it is, you know, and, I, you know, that's a little stab. That's a little shot I'm taking at Michigan State, the Ohio State University. We want to let you know that we are student athletes, and we know that that's an art and a science, and we've mastered that. So uh, let, let me move on a little bit because I need more than 15 minutes because I'm on the defense. Something has happened, and I don't know, there's a lot of people out there that just have lost their minds, and they have just gone on the attack of my man LeBron James. Really? I spent some time on, shout out to Coach Scott Lovely yesterday, Coach Scott Lovely, on his show yesterday, defending LeBron James. Shout out to Amp Lee this morning, Amp Lee spent some t- great running back, y'all remember Amp Lee. Again, search Google Amp Lee. I spent some time in Amp, you know, Amp and I had a, a real good discussion. And uh, talking about greatness and great players. And going down the list, you know, one thing about it, what people don't understand that many times athletes, you know, there's a lot of things that an athlete, and that's why I am really in favor of athletics. There are so many things that when it comes to athletics that you are taught at such a young age. And, and one of those things is to, to demonstrate leadership and to, and to step in a leadership position of men, of your peers, 
Because when you travel to a basketball game around the country, neighborhood by neighborhood, do you understand that if you want to play in a game, you need to be a leader. You need to speak up if you want to play. You walk on the playground. If you want to play and they playing, you need to ask somebody, hey, anybody got winners? And once you get the answer to that question, if it's too long down the line, you at least take your place in the winter line that you would have winners. Winter, not winters. And the winner's line, get a place in line. But it just so happened that you might be picked up because somebody who already has winners ahead of you might evaluate your talent in such a way that they see you make a couple shots and they want you on their team. So you're able to step into an environment, an unfamiliar environment sometimes. Sometimes it's a very familiar environment. But you have to assess the talent. Now, the resume, they didn't give you a complete resume, but they gave you, you know, a couple little things about their background. You watched them shoot. Could they shoot? Mm, they missed a couple shots. You watched them dribble. Could they handle the ball? Mm. You watched somebody throw the ball to them. Could they catch the ball? Mm. You watched them do a layup. Could they make a layup? Mm. You watched them, you know, jump. Could they jump? Mm. You watched them try to guard somebody else. Could they guard? All that you saw in a short period of time. And then you made a decision. Uh, yeah, man, I got winners next. You want to run with me? See, that, that's, that's, those are some of the skill sets that you learn very early in life. You brought into a situation. It's almost like some of these shows that are out here now. Hey, you know, The Apprentice, you brought into a situation. You get a task of what you have to perform. You get so much time to perform. It's so much resources to assist you with the performance, and you got to win. And if you don't, you go home. You're fired. Well, that's the same thing that happens in, in sports. And so for those of you who are assessing the talent of LeBron James, the way me and my man Amp Lee this morning was assessing talent, and we went all down. He just said, this is the greatest of all times, man. Throw him out there. Who you got? And that'd be interesting. For the greatest of all times, you could pick who you got. How long is it before you get to Kobe? How long is it before you get to Michael? How long is it before you get to LeBron? We got a little bit of music. I'm going to tell you how long it is when I come back. Because I think I got my last break, and then we're going to close it out. Be listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. 
They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Shout out to my baby, Sunrise. I love you, baby. Yeah, I can say that. 30 years, man, you better tell your wife you love her. She give you all that time, her best years. Children, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let me get back to uh, something else I love. I love to, listen, if there's a great athlete, one thing that I have no problem with doing, is giving the proper respect to an individual when they deserve it. I know my man D have a little bit of objection to that, but he a uh, uh, Laker hater. Laker hater. That's a new one, Laker hater. Laker haters, that's what they do, Laker hater. That's Laker hater. That's, they just hate everybody that ain't a Laker. <laughs> so I'm going to let that get off my show. That's what I'm going to But that's the way D is. He's a bad boy back there taking care of that board, but he a Laker hater. Uh, and they don't, a lot of people don't like LeBron. You know, it, it, listen, it's hard to like a man who just said, I remember one time, and I, I'm going to have to say this, but somebody said to me, what do you give somebody who has it all? It all depends upon who's looking at it and making a determination of what all, what's the definition of all? And when you look at LeBron James, somebody is looking at him and saying, you know, well, look at a man who has all that talent. Well, what's the definition of all? Because, you know, Michael might look at that and say he's deficient in some areas. Kobe might look at that and say he's deficient in some other areas. Magic might look at that and say he's deficient in some other areas. Oscar Robinson might look at it and say he's deficient in some areas. Scottie Pippen might look at it and say he's deficient in some areas. I'm going to throw George Gerben in there. The Iceman's sweetest, big, tall brother just finger roll. He's deficient in some area. Dr. J, okay? <laughs> Doctors might say LeBron is deficient in some areas. So all I want to say is that when you look at the man and you look at it in terms of perfection, there is not a professional athlete that has been perfect. You might have been a professional, but you ain't been perfect. Michael always talks about it's not all the shots he made. It's all the shots he missed. That he remembers. And so LeBron is going through a, a process of his career ain't over with. So he's still missing some shots. He might even miss some opportunities. The man is, I, I think he may be, you know, 28 years old. I don't think he's 30. He's been in the league 10 years, came out of high school, 18. And so all I'm saying is that I, from what I see, this man is highly competitive. He is, he is, he is great. He is, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Ain't no doubt about it. One of the greatest athletes of all time. And I'm saying athletes because LeBron could do many things on any field or any court. He's that talented. He has that much athletic ability. He could play football, basketball, baseball, 
probably tennis. I don't know about hockey. He's from Akron. They skate a lot. He might be able to skate. But I'm just saying this. uh, We need to appreciate greatness when you see it. Now, one thing that greatness, again, if it's not boxing, and even in boxing, shout out to Mayweather, you know, hey, Floyd, like when his pop is in the ring with him. You know, an athlete will tell you, I don't care if it's you think it is a single individual sport, but it's not. There is nothing, nothing in this world. Shout out to Nate. Big Nate here in the studio. Nate used to always, I, I go back and forth. Just I want to entertain my friends. Nate would get on me. I'd tell him, Nate, it ain't coaching. It, you know, the mathies, you know. But you can't do it by yourself. Somebody pushes you. Somebody drives you. Somebody motivates you. It's somebody at the top that you're trying to get past him. That's why Kobe and Michael ain't going to never sit down and give one or the other the honor of being the greatest of all time. It won't happen. Kobe will never shake the hand and Michael hand the throne over to him, and Michael ain't going to never give it to him. Now, I believe Mike got it, to be honest. I think Mike got it. I think it's LeBron's to take, but I think Mike got it. Now, here's the thing about it. But when we were talking about some, some things this morning, when you talk about a psychological effect, that might be when it comes to the psychological, because you're talking about the total athlete. From a psychological preparation approach to the game, LeBron is deficient when it comes to Michael and Kobe. LeBron, LeBron is a good guy. Kobe and Michael would reach in, snatch your heart out, and just step on it in front of you and don't care. Really, I'm talking talking about sports. Both of the men wouldn't care. You could be on their team today, trade you tomorrow, and they snatch your heart out and step on it. And wouldn't care. If it's to get a championship, that's how they play. See, that's that that's a little LeBron is missing a little bit of that. And 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. And I think everybody out there, you, you guys need to be honest with yourselves. That is probably the deficiency that LeBron James needs to have in his game. Because do you see how big he is and how fast he is and how much control he has of his body and the ball going down court? LeBron could hurt somebody. We really, I mean, we want LeBron to be a little bit more nastier, but we don't really want him to. I mean, really, we don't. The man is too big and too strong. We we just don't need him to be Mean and nasty because he could really, he could hurt somebody. You know, it's, it's almost like my wife, I told y'all 30 years ago when we first got married, my wife told me to get away from Wes Hopkins. He was my teammate. She knew he could hurt somebody real bad. And he used to hurt people real bad. LeBron James does not, it's a good thing LeBron James is not a line. LeBron James, you know, it's like Lawrence Taylor, if he was playing basketball, the way Lawrence Taylor approached football, LeBron is like that size, bigger than Lawrence Taylor. Can you imagine him having an attitude like Lawrence Taylor on the football, on the basketball court? No. Maybe we don't need a perfect athlete because if he got that mentality and he got a Michael Jordan and a Kobe Bryant mentality in a basketball game, he could truly hurt somebody. Now, what I'm going to ask him to do, though, is to give them a call and ask him if he could borrow just a little bit of that for these next two games because he's going to need a little bit of that for these next two games in order for him to lose it. And who I don't want him to call is Chad 
Ucho Cinco because he got a little bit of Chad in him. Chad likes to have fun. LeBron likes to have fun. LeBron likes for people to like him, and he likes to have fun. But one thing about Chad, Chad got a loose screw. If you headbutt a woman and you see her on Twitter or you see her on Facebook or you Google her and you look up them pictures, search her, and you see how her head looked, he might want to borrow that loose screw that Chad has just for these next two games. Because I, I, I can't take this anymore. I think the entire world is starting to hate on LeBron. It's almost back in the day. Y'all saw the doc piece where Magic said the whole world seemed like they were against the Lakers because they wanted Doc to win a championship. Now, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, he already got a couple rings, four, three, four, five, you know. Come on, Tony. You already got rings. Come on, coach, you got rings. Ginobili. (laughs) Ginobili already got rings. LeBron, there ain't no doubt in my mind, one of the greatest of all time. I think that's the problem, LeBron. They, they just don't, they don't want you to win. People, you know, the underdog, how can San Antonio be an underdog? You know, you got you to coach. The last time we had a coach that was a Hall of Famer that we knew his team was on the court in a championship game, what is it, you know, since uh, my man w- walked away from the Lakers. Phil, since Phil left the game, we haven't had a known coach that's going to be a Hall of Famer. Since Phil walked away from the game. Well, we got one down there in San Antonio, so they they got it going on. But let me just say this. I want to just make sure that when I do this, I do this right. I want to make sure that you all know that, listen, LeBron, it's not just LeBron. It's the entire team. And everybody has to step up. That's one thing about it. When you see those championship teams, think about the NC2A. That song, One Shiny Moment. I think it was Eminem, too. Didn't Eminem say, you know, you get one chance? You have to step up now. Heat, the heat is on. We know that. You know, that ain't nothing new. Everybody know the heat is on. You got to come. You got to step up. Those who are D-Wade, but Chris Bosh. Now, I, I think D-Wade has done enough this series. He's played two good games. LeBron's played two good games. Chris, it's your turn, man, because otherwise they're going to try to run you out of town. They're going to try to run. You're going to be the weak link, Chris. You need to stay in Miami because it's not supposed to be one, not supposed to be two, not supposed to be three, not supposed to be four. Y'all still got some work to do. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to go online. I'm going to say, Chad, send LeBron a little note. Michael, send LeBron a little note. Kobe, send LeBron a little note. LeBron, answer them notes. Go ahead. Do your thing. Get nasty. Last two games. The heat is on. Listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix. Living like it matters. I love you, baby. Sunrise. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.